Right now, you're listening to the Azeem Digital Asks podcast, the podcast where I, Azeem, talk to some of the top marketers in the industry, find out everything about them, how they got to where they are today, and more importantly, sharing some really useful marketing tips that will help everybody listening to this become better marketers. Stay tuned for another great episode. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Azeem Digital Asks podcast. I am really excited for my guest today. You obviously know who she is because you've clicked on the episode. So the official introduction I will give to her is a little bit from her Twitter and her website. She is the SEO Twitter flame, Christina Azarenko, Toronto-based SEO consultant. She provides e-commerce SEO, technical SEO, website migrations and Google Analytics consulting so that you can finally get what you're looking for. Christina, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Thanks. Yeah, I see I see that you've definitely looked for my Twitter and website. <laughs> <laughs> so that was your official introduction. The unofficial introduction is that some listeners know, but some listeners might not know that we are good friends, right? And it is a measure of how successful Christina is that it has been very hard to tie this woman down to get her on this podcast so I sent her a Christmas card saying in 2021 (laughs) you are going to be a guest on the podcast and we've made it happen in less than a couple of months so I'm very proud of that so thank you very much but also (laughs) congratulations on being so pretty successful (laughs) thank you so much now now I feel like uh, you sound like I was uh, thinking oh no I'm not I'm, I'm too busy for your podcast it's not true um so let's make uh, one more episode <laughs> I didn't show, but I... we are actually friends so uh yeah <laughs> i'll let you off but only because it's you right let's get into it right uh we are going to talk about stop laughing <laughs> we're going to talk about e-commerce and all things e-commerce and SEO. Before we do that, a little bit of an icebreaker for you. So I would like to know, Christina, what was the last great TV show or movie that you watched? Uh, oh, um, actually, uh, let me, it's about, it was about dreams. Um, uh, where dreams, uh, with Robert Williams. Do you know this movie? This is an old movie, I think, 1998. Yeah, it was. It's a really sad movie. So actually, okay. So I'll tell you the real story. I love okay. this movie. I love this movie because you you asked what I watched, but you didn't ask what I finished watching, right? So okay. um, I know this movie and I love it. Uh, I watched it when I was uh, much younger, and I cried because it's about love. It's about losing someone. Um, so um, this time, like it was actually this week. I wanted to rewatch this movie and I started watching it and uh, 10 minutes in, I'm like crying like crazy. So, <laughs> because it starts with a uh, sad moment as well. So um, I just uh, switched it off and decided that I find uh, some other time where I'll be less sensitive and I'll watch it <laughs> again fully. Um, so yeah, this is the real story behind this. Uh, but other than that, I usually... I used to like different thriller movies like Servant. Uh, I'm not sure whether you know it or not, but it's like a very uh, dark, dark TV show. Uh, I started watching the second season. It's pretty good and chewy. Um, yeah, but I'll definitely get back to that movie about uh, about dreams. 
when I'm less sensitive. <laughs> I realised after asking that question that I don't watch a lot of movies or enough movies. Um, so you talking about that, I was like, oh, never heard of it. It's interesting. Like we are in the lockdown. I I thought that all people are just like, what can you do? Like watch movies and TV shows. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anything scary, by the way, I will immediately swerve. And speaking of which, let's move straight on. <laughs> so for anyone that doesn't know about you, Christina, do you want to give a little bit of an introduction to yourself, who you are, what you do? Yeah, sure. So um, I'm Christina Zarenko. <laughs> I'm originally from Belarus, if somebody is thinking, oh, her accent doesn't sound like uh, Canadian. Yes, it's not, but it's a unique accent and a combination of different things. Um, so uh, I moved to Canada almost three years ago, but I've been in SEO for a decade. And I started, I started uh, at an agency and then I worked in-house. And um, about a year and a half ago, I left an agency job here in Toronto and started my own consultancy. So actually, I've worked on all three different uh, aspects, in-house and agency and then consultancy, which gives me a really good uh, understanding of how things work on different levels. And um, though I've been doing SEO for, oh my God, many different companies, even for uh, even for like London School of Business and Finance, which is not e-commerce at all. But um, since I've done um, SEO for many e-commerce websites and worked for five years for um, a Magento extensions provider. I've worked with many merchants and that's why I decided to specialize in e-commerce. And um, yeah, and that's uh, the main thing what I'm doing now. Awesome, very interesting. So you mentioned there about the experience you've got agency in-house consultancy. Did you ever have a, a point or a moment where you thought, you know what, I want to get into SEO? Like what point did you realize that SEO was going to be the career for you um <laughs> it's a really interesting question because um before before joining so to say seo um the seo dark side <laughs> the seo side um i was uh, actually working as a debt collector and i didn't have a clue what a website was but just one day i decided that i needed to take an seo course uh and i did and that's when I fell in love with SEO. So I wouldn't necessarily say that there was a time when I realized that I want to be an SEO. It was just uh, something was guiding me uh, to just find this course, to go through it. Uh, and then just my, patient, my passion to SEO woke up and I decided to uh, find, I left my then job, that collecting job, and I joined an agency, and that's how my career started. Awesome. Very interesting. Debt collection to SEO. That's a, <laughs> that's a great journey there. <laughs> I'd love to ask you, Christine, if you could start your career all over again, but with every bit of advice um, and information that you know now, all the knowledge you've got now, what advice do you think that you'd give to yourself? I'd say, so one of the main things that I realized that I started doing pretty late in my career is to share information with people, share my findings. Because one of the one of the things that stops people from doing this is that they think that they should be experts, that they should know everything in order to, to uh, share their insights. But the truth is that like nobody knows everything. And again, when I started 10 years ago, SEO was just like uh, SEO. Now it's international SEO. It's technical SEO, e-commerce SEO. And there are so many 
many different things inside. So you can't, like, it's not possible to be an expert in everything. And also, uh, there are also people who are just one or two steps behind you and what you're sharing now, they can benefit from it. So if you don't, if you don't share your insights, you just, um, you just don't help them. Right. So it's not like we all need to learn only from uh, experts, 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 experts. Right. So that's one of the things that I would change. I would um, I would start um, sharing information much earlier. Um, actually did have a blog uh, many, many years ago in Russian and I was sharing my information. But for uh, that, I bounded it and for like five years. I was just uh, sitting in front of my computer and thinking that what I have is not worth sharing. And that's that's an issue. Yeah, absolutely. And what you've just said has led me very nicely to my next question. So in terms of sharing knowledge, you are doing loads and it's all really useful. I mean, even the official Google Analytics account is, is sharing your stuff. That's how good it is. So I wanted to ask you before we get into consultancy and e-commerce, tell me a little bit more about your course and your awesome Chrome extension. Sure. Um, so um, first of all, I've been uh, training people in different companies, uh, junior people in different companies, a lot of times, not only junior people, but also like other SEOs. So um, when I left my job uh, in 2019, I thought, so one of the first things that I wanted to do was to create a course to actually structure uh, my knowledge and uh, just put it together, shoot videos like with really nice things, give people homework, just give them transformation and show them with practice how things are done versus I know that in many cases you'll just have um, what but without how. Or you just have uh, quizzes at the end. At the end of lessons, you would have quizzes, which doesn't really, which don't really help you um, practice the knowledge. This is just theoretical, right? So um, I wanted to change this, and I wanted to also help people um, go to the end because usually we buy course and then the next start. So that's why I started like uh, an SEO challenge course, and now it's forty-five days. Uh, with all support and everything that people need, and I love it. And uh, the second thing is, um, the second thing, oh, by the way, so if you want to know more about uh, SEO Challenge, uh, it's seochallenge.co, and you'll find all the information there. And um, the SEO extension, uh, it's called SEO Pro Extension. So if you just Google just SEO Pro, you will find it on, uh, I think, first position. Um, on Google Chrome, and um, I was looking for something like that for a long time. There is a, like there are similar extensions, but they were missing some functionalities. So I decided to create something for me, for my clients, for my students, and I was really grateful. I was really happy and lucky that the SEO industry picked it up, and now we are almost at six thousand downloads within like a month or something wow. launching uh so yeah i'm so grateful yeah i posted it on my social media but it's picked up and i get so many uh positive messages about that uh so if you want to have all the information like se on page information in front of you in just one click uh quickly you can check out seo pro extension for chrome it's currently only for chrome but 
uh, it's going to be for Firefox at some point. <laughs> awesome. I will make sure to add those links into the show notes. And yeah, I, I use that extension and it is absolutely brilliant. If you don't have it already, you absolutely need to hit pause, go and get it and then come back and listen to the rest of the episode. <laughs> so I wanted to ask you a little bit about consultancy before we go into e-commerce. So as a marketing consultant, can you share some of the things that you've learned when you've been doing consulting? Yeah, so um, it's it's actually, it was so hard for me to start because I've never been an entrepreneur. I've never been, I've been a consultant before and I've never worked for myself. And uh, for me, it was hard. And all the advice that I found was niche down and like know who your ideal client is and all this stuff. This is amazing. Like these are the right things to do, but not from the beginning. So what I realized is that um, it's just impossible to start with knowing, with having all these answers. They are amazing answers, but you just can't have them right away. Um, so what I realized is is that it's free to start with something that you have tried different types of clients, try different types of projects within your skill set, right? If you need to, you can widen your skill set. And only then you can actually niche down because you'll understand who you like to work with, who you are uh, more, who you bring like more success to which, which clients, right? And after that, you can uh, niche down and uh, yeah, and continue, continue helping your clients. Um, and another thing, uh, what I realized is that it's really important to set the right expectations right from the beginning uh, with clients because sometimes I get, I, I, I think that people um, confuse agencies and consultants. So uh, if you, um, it's not like they confuse, they can expect something from like from an agency, from a consultant. Uh, they have they can expect a pitch a deck like many different things that as a consultant you just like it's not sustainable to do all of this for uh just to win win a client so this is something to consider as well uh to have a process to finding clients but without you know competing with big players with huge agencies who actually have special people who pitch and sell and sell and uh, all this stuff um yeah i think these learnings have really helped me awesome that is really interesting and already i know the listeners will take a lot of value from this i wanted to ask you about e-commerce specifically then so the focus of this episode so let's talk about e-commerce do you think that the pandemic has forced businesses to invest more in the e-commerce space um yeah i definitely um i definitely agree with that uh, the pandemic has influenced a lot, like in general late landscape, because um, honestly, like, I don't know, in many countries, in many cities is different, but in Toronto, you can't actually go to shops uh, anywhere. And uh, there is the capacity in the shops, if they're open, is low. So, so many businesses are just uh, going online. And that's a really great thing, because eventually, in general, we would go there but the pandemic has just increased this pace. And I know, um, so one of the interesting things, like one of the examples, how this is happening is um, I saw a window of one shop. It's like a, a small local shop here in Toronto. And um, they had, you know, these stickers. So 
uh, through the window, you could see different things that they were selling. And they had these big stickers on these things with um, the names, I don't remember the names or SKUs of these products. And they were saying on the, like on the window, go to our website and buy it online. And I feel that that's really amazing because, um, yeah, now people can do this uh, not in shops, but online as well. And I know that many small local businesses um, also started thinking about their online presence, about selling things online. So pandemic has definitely shifted this and uh, increased the pace of this process in general. Brilliant. So... If you could give any advice to businesses who are maybe considering a bit more investment in the e-commerce space, what would it be? Um, yeah, so one of the things that I'd consider is to find um, is to find the uh, the sources, the traffic sources that will work for you first, and then to uh, build on them. So, um, in most of the cases, honestly, I'm an SEO. I know. But I um, I preach SEO, right? And for most for most websites, for most online stores, SEO would be a really really great thing. Even though like when they're using uh, ads, and um, for example, I had I had a few clients coming to me this week, and they were saying, oh, actually, like we are so um, so dependent on Facebook ads. And Apple, as far as, we, as far as we remember, Apple is changing something, or some, or something is changing, uh, and it will be much harder to um, to get this ads on Facebook and Instagram. Um, maybe for iOS devices, I'm not sure. I don't remember actually. But uh, there were two clients who were talking about that, and they were like, they were getting scared that they are too dependent on Facebook. So what some, What if something happens? So what if your account is disabled, for example, then you don't have any sales. So um, I'd say that if you want to invest this year, I would definitely invest in SEO in addition to like other sources that you might have. One more thing is to have a brand. Also, when I see, when I see companies coming to me and they sell just, for example, I don't know, pants, like you can buy them anywhere these specific pants they don't have any brand behind them any community any social um i don't know social community social profiles nothing of that this will be tricky to sell as well so uh definitely build a brand and invest in different traffic sources including seo 100 percent. another brilliant answer thank you very much and i was just thinking that you point about pens and you can get them anywhere excuse me leads me very nicely to my next question so from the outside looking in e-com is a crowded space right so what are some of the biggest mistakes that you've seen businesses make yeah so um as i said like not building a brand because there should should something should stand behind your products um and also in terms of in general in terms of um in terms of website they don't really think about how customers get to this website. They think only in terms of, oh, when they are already there, they will buy this, they will go there, but they don't think how to actually get them to the website. Um, and that's one of the things where SEO can help uh, because 
honestly, most of the companies that come, like you, you just quickly check uh, their title tags and they're in 99%, they are just not optimized at all. And one of the things that I see as well, I don't do email marketing, uh, but I usually uh, still ask my uh, clients about the general marketing process because SEO is part of marketing. It's not just something standalone. So I want to make sure that I understand what they are doing. I understand um, how their marketing look li looks like. And what I find is that not all of them collect emails of their customers. And even if they do, they don't use them for uh, further marketing, for upselling, for um, maybe selling some more uh, advice. For example, if you sell uh, skin skin products like I don't know, something like that. You can have, um, you can send tips weekly or monthly or whatever. Something that will help you to communicate with your potential customers and stay in the loop with them. So this really surprises me when I see that companies don't utilize this, I'd say a really low hanging fruit of using email, uh, email marketing for, uh, for the e-commerce businesses. Awesome. So you touched on customers then. So I wanted to sort of change tack a little bit. So we've talked about e-com, we've talked about businesses. What about customers and consumers? What types of behavior change have you noticed from consumers as a result of the pandemic? Yeah, well, um, first of all, again, now people mostly, <laughs> mostly go online. And what's important is that people want everything quickly. And they um, now even more than before, need to know everything about, okay, what's, what about the delivery dates? What about like shipping? How, how much will it be? How, uh, how long will it take to get and all this stuff? Because um, honestly, there are not so many things to do when you're in lockdown and when you order something, you want this, you want this quick, right? So um, I'd say this is, uh, in general, the demand, the demand, the level of service that people expect has increased. So it means that e-commerce websites, online stores, and it's not only about online stores, uh, to be honest, but in general, it should increase as well. Um, yeah, so retaining customers and maybe even using personalization on your, um, your catalog, this will help a lot to win the customer's attention and to win sales ultimately absolutely brilliant i was about to start making notes then but then i realized i'm going to listen back to this anyway <laughs> sadly we are coming nearly to the end of this episode which is a shame because i could literally talk to you for hours but if there were a few things that you wanted people to take away from this episode let's say like up to three what do you want people to take away who are listening what things do you want them to take away from this episode yeah so um i'd say one of the things um one of the things is that SEO is not going anywhere. And uh, if you are an online store or if you have a client who, uh, who like for example, you're doing paid ads and you're in charge of marketing for this client, talk about SEO as well, because this is something that has helped many businesses to stay, uh, to stay on a really good level throughout the pandemic. Because if they invested before, it, mean, it means that they had this traffic coming in instead of just throwing all the money into uh, paid ads. I love paid ads, 
paid ads, but they are like this is a, this is a combination. You can use both. Um, the second thing is um, is that if you are an SEO, especially if you are just like I don't know green SEO, <laughs> if you are in your, in your first years, um, in your in your first years of SEO, don't think that you're and especially if you're already like a mature SEO, don't think that um, your point, your um, opinion, your findings are not worth sharing. Because this is people people think about it about it like that too often. And I find that um, yeah, we just need more great people that share uh, insights. And the third thing um let me think it's interesting i am not sure um i don't even know why would be the third thing azim what would be the third thing listen to this podcast and <laughs> listen to this podcast and update your knowledge so awesome thanks for saying that christine i really appreciate that i'll send you some canadian dollars shortly <laughs> <laughs> Please send yes because uh, because there will be more Canadian in your stores because of the commercial. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about that. <laughs> we did actually, yeah. Um, listen, <laughs> thanks very much for taking the time out. Um, appreciate you're very busy. I'm not happy it's taken this long to get you, but I'm going to take it anyway. So <laughs> thanks very much. If people wanted to get in touch with you, like on social media or follow you, what's the best way that they can get in contact with you? Uh, so I'm very active on uh, Twitter. I'm Azarchik there, so A Z A R C H I C K. Yes. And uh, if you want to, to get in touch with me, uh, my website is Marketing Syrup, uh, like maple syrup, but Marketing Syrup. <laughs> and I'm sure uh, when you go there, you'll find a way to contact me. <laughs> Brilliant. Thank you once again, my friend, for taking the time out and sharing some incredible wisdom i expected no less uh as always i am going to shut up now and leave the final word on your episode of this podcast all to you so take it away yeah first of all thank you so much for having me i really really enjoyed it uh i love your podcast in general and i'm really happy that you invited me here and hey everyone just have a really 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 great day or uh night i don't know where where when you're listening to this but honestly we are all in this we're all in this together no matter how it sounds and lockdown is hard but we are going to go through this and the greatest thing is that if you're listening to this after the lockdown is over uh then you know that everything is amazing So that was another great episode in the bag. I'm really enjoying hearing from some brilliant people in this industry. If you enjoyed this podcast, please follow me on Spotify. Please leave a rating on Apple Podcasts or whichever platform you are using. Tell a friend to tell a friend and hopefully see you for the next episode.